1 Corinthians 2. Complete Jewish Bible. As for me, brothers, when I arrived among you, it was not surpassing eloquence or wisdom that I came announcing to you the previously concealed truth about God. Verse 2. For I had decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything except for except Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, and even him only as someone who had been executed on a stake as a criminal. Someone who had been executed on a stake as a criminal. Also, verse 3, also I myself was with you as somebody weak, nervous and shaking all over from fear. And neither the delivery nor the content of my message relied on compelling words of wisdom, but on a demonstration, demonstration, upon a demonstration of the power of the Spirit, so that your trust might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. Verse 6. Yet there is wisdom that we are speaking to those who are mature enough for it. But it is not the wisdom of this world, nor of this world's leaders. who are in the process of passing away. Verse 7, on the contrary, we are communicating a secret wisdom from God, which has not been hidden until now, but which, before history began, God had decreed would bring us glory. He decreed that it will bring us glory. Verse 8. No one of this world's leaders has understood it. But if they had, they would not have executed the Lord from whom this glory flows. And a key point. Verse 9, but as the Tanakh, but as the word, but as it is written, as the word says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no one's heart has imagined all the things that God has prepared for those who love him. those who love him. Do you love him? 
Verse 9 was brought to my attention, brought into my spirit, brought to illumination because I was, as upon examining that word, those words, rather, the understanding was that with no eye seeing and no ear hearing it illuminated to me that when you desire and you look for the understanding of what it means to be holy the understanding of what it means to be a child of God what the understanding of what it means to walk in his path to walk in the way of the word and his words to be and fill the shoes attempt to fill the shoes as it were of that of Messiah Jesus Yeshua the Christ it was saying to me that your eyes in a sense would not necessarily go blind to the things of the world but your eyes would not give focus to the things of the world it also says that your ears would not hearken this is what it says to me and perfectly is saying the same thing to you when you understand the words that have been written. Hence the reason why we started off at the very beginning of the first of first Corinthians and second chapter. But your ears would not give ear to, you would not hearken to, you would not listen to the things of the world that are meant to lead you astray that are not meant that were meant to lead you down the wrong path but when your eyes are focused on him the things that you think you would see you have no idea because you would think that you would have to have an understanding, a better understanding of him. But no eye has seen, no ear has heard. But see, also on the contrary, you wouldn't allow those things to enter into your heart. So when you let those things into your heart, this 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 this, this, this discouragement and, and so on and so forth, when you allow those things to enter into your heart. Allow your eyes to be focused on him. Allow your ears to listen to his words. And upon acknowledging and with acknowledging what you have seen by way of his glory, by way of what he has presented to you, 
Your ears are also hearken to his word. You'll, you'll understand. He said, in the Bible it says, my children know my voice. They know my voice. But when you understand his voice and you understand what you see, it's like even the blind man, the, the blind men that sat on the side of the road as, as, as Jesus was leaving. Even they, though they may, they though they did not have eyes, they were given sight. They didn't, even though they didn't have eyes to see. Hear me. They were given sight. They asked to see. But Yeshua gave them sight. But what does that mean? Isn't that the same thing? No. It isn't. Being the, the ability to see. Hear me spiritually. But the ability to see was that to acknowledge everything without direction. But given sight was to be able to acknowledge that which was seen with direction or with direction. But it still doesn't make sense to me. That means that when the Father gives you something that He wants, He allows you to see. When He gives you sight. That, that means that you have acknowledged what is around you. You have acknowledged that it was formulated by him. You acknowledge that. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That means in conjunction with. That means following the word. Hearing by the word of God. So no heart has imagined all the things that God has prepared. No heart. Is your heart open? your heart open to receive and the question that I asked before is do you love him because if you love him you would always be open to see what it is that he has for you to see even for those around you even though there may be turmoil even at the workplace when you observe the things of the most high things that may interest others in a derogatory negative way whatever fashion that may be but not obviously in the way that is not godly but the things that 
they give sight to. You, you will not, you do not see them the same way they do. Because although someone may crack a joke and be joking, deep down and underneath, the Father may be showing you in the midst of the conversation, in the midst of everything that's been said, something about them. that he wants for you to pray about, that he wants for you to see, that he wants for you to acknowledge. And it may be that same very thing that that may be hidden within you, but he needs you to see that. But eyes have not seen. Don't give sight to ungodly things. That you are aware will bring you down. That you are aware will bring you to a place outside of the garden, outside of Eden. Where you are supposed to be. Where you were placed what your positioning is. The Father is always positioning us to be in position. He's positioning us to be in position. I want to read verse 10 to you. And it says, it is to us, however, that God has revealed these things is a question how how does he reveal these things to us is everything that I've just explained to you how does he reveal these things to us as we continue to read through the spirit for the spirit probes all things even the profoundest depths of God For who knows the inner workings of a person except for the person's own spirit inside him? Who knows that? So too many, excuse me, so to no one's knowledge, so to no one No one knows the inner workings of God except God's Spirit. It is through no one's knowledge the inner workings of God except the Spirit of God, except for God. Bible also tells us the spirit makes intercession. The spirit makes intercession. The spirit helps us understand what we see, what we're supposed to see. The spirit helps us understand what we're supposed to hear. The spirit helps us understand by way of both of those things 
what we should allow to enter into our hearts. Verse 12, now we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit of God, so that we might understand the things of God, so which he has so freely given to us. These are the things we are talking about when we avoid the manner of speaking that human wisdom would dictate and instead use a manner of speaking taught by the Spirit by which we explain things of the Spirit to people who have the Spirit. You're allowing the Spirit to use you. You're allowing the Spirit to move you. You're allowing the Spirit to speak to you. Allow the Spirit to speak through you. Allow the Spirit to speak through you. Speaking that human wisdom that would dictate and instead use a manner of speaking taught by the Spirit. By which we explain these things of the Spirit to the people who have the Spirit. Now the natural man does not receive the things from the Spirit of God. To him they are nonsense. Moreover, he is unable to grasp them. Watch this. But they are evaluated through the Spirit. Didn't I just say that? But the person who has the Spirit can can evaluate everything while no one is in a position to evaluate him. For who has known the, the mind of Adonai, the mind of God? That's a question. Who will counsel him? But we have the mind of Christ, the Messiah. So let this mind be in you that is also in Christ. Let this mind be in you that is also in Christ. So here's the question. Here's the topic of discussion. Here's the, here's the way we, we try to evaluate our positioning through these words. The words that were asked of the Most High and not that of the adversary. Where are you? look at your children, you look at people that are children, so to speak, but not necessarily by age, but in in, in, in mental capacity and their stage 
in life when it comes to walking this walk of faith. The only reason why you have the ideas that you have of negative things is because, just like that in Eden, is because when that serpent, when that person, when that when that individual, when that circumstance came about, you saw it, you acknowledged it, and because you saw it, you acknowledged it, you turned your eyes, and you turned your ears, and you turned your heart away from the Most High. It's just like that of a child. A child is born innocent. Everything that is embedded within for them and, and with is, is embedded within them because the Father has already put that in them. But the moment you, the person who is bringing that person up, who the person who is managing these people, the person that is overseeing, the person that is in charge of this person or people, the moment you bring your influence in to sway, deter, bring about your opinion, your agenda, in a way that doesn't dictate godlike behavior, in a way that doesn't does not dictate and or illustrate one who believes in the most high. That is the reasoning why we have the understanding that we have throughout this world. Now, one would say, a naysayer would say, even from listening to this podcast, well, what do you know? Well, that doesn't make sense. Well, I don't even believe in that. Well, I mean, I just I just want to put this on you, on your brain then. And I've been there. I've said the things you've said. But think about this. Think about this. For something that you so-called do not believe in. Yet we use the words of God, yet we use many illustrations throughout movies and so on and so forth that come directly from the Bible. The oldest book of books, the little book, that has ever been written. Yet the misunderstanding of it comes from the lack or desire to understand it. We are in a denominational separation. when the truth of the matter is every aspect 
every functionality, understand what I'm saying, of each denomination is important. And it is also displayed within the Word of God. But we have taken, plucked, separated, and made it almost to say probably going to get in trouble for this almost to say as if it would be cultism in other words to say that you have to be specifically a Baptist person you have to be a Pentecostal person you have to be a Methodist person you have to be a a Catholic person you have to be LDS or it doesn't work but the thing about it is we all look to study the same exact word and there's something yet divided and yet trying to understand why the world is the world around us is and has gone the way it has gone when primarily it's because of our division the Bible says to study to show yourself approved Study to show yourself approved. So here's a question. Do you know who you are? Thank you for listening to Way Podcast. Where are you? My name is Lawrence Kewington Jr., Associate Pastor of the Anointed Rock Church in Arlington, Texas. The senior pastor is Pastor Derek Alcorn. We thank you for listening in. I pray that you are blessed. I pray that you have been enlightened. And I pray nothing for blessings and covering over your entire life and your and your house. God bless you. And may he keep you. Shalom.